I don't get sick often, but when I do, I swing for the fences, sir. I mean, I go all out. It's, I'm not kidding, there was a day or two where I was like, this might be the end. This might be the end. <laughs> Directed by Christopher Ball. Time to eat a couple crackers and some milk. There you go, you rotten bastard. Perfect. As long as your review is always angry and pissed off, I'm, I'm good with that. Uh, I gotta watch more Christmas movies. Nah, bah, humbug. Sound night. Well, he with the harpoon gets eaten last. So yeah, Merry Christmas. <laughs> and mine's probably gonna be behind yours, because, I don't know, it just decided, oh, I'm just gonna pause for a while. Yeah, Merry fucking Christmas. <laughs> great. Yep. Uh-huh. <sighs> yep. I, hey, I, uh, you know, I, obviously we are, you know, we had our, we had most of our bitch session before we hit record, but kind of the aftermath of that is, <laughs> thank God it's over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not over. Oh, this, this weekend I got the, or uh, Saturday, I got the in-laws Christmas get together yet. Oh, man. Oh, I'm, we're done. We're, stick a fork in us. We are done. I mean, with New Year's, I, we don't get invited to, I mean, that's it. We're done. We, everybody did their penance and we all (laughs) got Uh, through the three hours and that's it. And New Year's, we go to my brother-in-law's generally. They got a nice basement for the kids to all run around and we just sit around and bring a bunch of food and have some drinks and... 12.02, everyone's out the door, pretty much. Yep. We're going to just eat junk food here at the house and watch Star Wars A New Hope. That's with Hudson. He's never seen it yet. So, good. I I, I would happily take that. Yeah. To where, I mean, I wouldn't mind getting people together, but <laughs> who? <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah that, but kind of the, the 22nd recap of my Christmas is... Awkward, awkward, awkward. Uh, raise my kids right. Pro Trump. Uh, awkward, awkward, awkward. Gifts, eat. Kids sick, gotta go. We're done. There's my, there's my <laughs> recap, I guess. Uh, wow. But it is, I mean, you, I think that you can relate as far as having to drive, but it is something to have to drive like an hour, be there for a couple hours, and then literally just turn right around and just dr- another hour all the way back. It's just, oh. I, I, well, I don't usually have to deal with that at Christmas. It's, uh, 15 minutes one way and 15 minutes to the other place. So. Okay. Not, not too bad on that. Not me. It's just to my sister's house, which is, uh, 45 minutes away, which we almost got in a fight about. I, I don't know why she was arguing with me. She's like, no, no, if I can be out past your house in 30 minutes. I'm like, no, you can't. She's like, oh, you take the state routes, don't you? Oh. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. You got to go the back roads. Because she... <laughs> so, so so all my kids can be puking in Karsik. So I can, yeah. you know, that is not going to work. That's just not going to work. I, but I just didn't say anything. I was like, all right. Family. <laughs> uh-huh. I mean, that's great that your kids don't get Karsik, but mine do. So so does mine. No matter how slow we drive. Once we hit Holmes County, especially back those back little... Shit covered roads by inevitably one of the kids is like, no, oh, I got a tummy ache. I'm like, I, I know. Welcome to Amish poop road hell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. 
Yep. I mean, it wasn't uh, criticizing her. It was just, yeah. I, I'm sorry. It takes us 45 minutes to get to your house. And everybody yeah. just started arguing with me. Uh, just, just why? Why? Why do you even? Oh, no, 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 no. I can get a mile and a half out past your house in 30 minutes. No. Nope. No, you can't. <laughs> Either you can't tell time or I don't know. You're flying like in a flying car. Ah, <laughs> uh, whatever. Yeah. I yeah, I, I, it was so awkward for me that I was trying to make conversation, like trying to come up with some sort of a, a discussion point other than religion. Yeah, other than religion, which my one relative, it was like, uh, uh, you know, you saw my Facebook post about, you know, yeah, oh, yeah, my yeah. wife got me a rosary and it was a very good, and it was, by the way, I, the mass was, inc- I've never experienced anything like that. I mean, it was a Catholic mass and it was really cool, very, like I've been to mass many times now, but a Christmas one, that was, that was good. I mean, it was, I don't know. I've seen it. You've seen it in movies or whatever, but it, to actually be in one, it was really, really good. And it just felt then on Christmas day, there was a comment about, so where do you go to church? And we're not, we're not going to get into religion, but it, it felt like I saw your Facebook post, motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. Here uh, it comes. I'm, I'm like, you know what? I'm not taking that bait. Nope. Nope. Not gonna, not gonna take that bait because we are not talking politics and we're not talking religion even on Jesus' birthday. Thank you very much. Yep, because they just want to fight. They just want to fight because, hey, nothing says Jesus like fighting on Christmas. Yep, about which part of Jesus you're allowed to go. Anyway, um, yeah, no, you're right. Uh, yeah. So yeah. I, I was so freaking sick that I didn't have to try and dodge too much of anything other than everybody's. How are you feeling? Oh, let me explain to you my personal hell for the last week. <laughs> Okay, we still got a little bit of time here. I'll tell you. So, last Friday, I overslept for work, which does not happen. I was going to say, that's odd for you. That does not happen. I might be five minutes late getting to work or something, but I'm saying I woke up a half an hour after I was supposed to be at work. (laughs) And that just doesn't happen. Uh, It's because I was sick as a dog, and I don't remember turning my alarm off, but apparently I did. So it doesn't let up, doesn't let up. Then it's uh, then it's the twenty third, and oh, Hanukkah begins. Happy Hanukkah! Uh, I get a for the first time in twenty five, thirty years probably. I get a just screaming earache at nine o'clock at night. So it's too late to go to regular doctor. Had a lot of earaches as a kid, but haven't had one in that long. You know what? Hell with it. It's pounding. I'll just suffer through the night, then go to the regular doctor. And instead of spending a thousand dollars at the ER, I'll yeah. go spend th- twenty bucks at the regular doctor because our glorious healthcare system is so awesome. Mm-hmm. It's wonderful. Strike one. And so I go to the doctor at eight o'clock Christmas Eve morning. Wait in line behind ten people. And at this point, like it had let up, so it wasn't pound. Have you ever had an earache before? Oh, yes. Oh, it's okay. awful. Awful. My, my wife has never had an earache, so I'm trying to explain what it's like. It's and pounding. You just, you just, it's pounding. It's pounding. And I, like, to the point where in the evening she was asking me questions, I couldn't even talk. And I was, the only way I could put it is, honey, it's like a migraine in your ear hole. And it's throbbing, throbbing, throbbing. Well, finally, I let go about four o'clock in the morning, exhausted. Just goes to ringing, which it has not stopped ringing since. So I go in on the 24th. He sees me. He goes, yeah. You got an ear infection? I'm like, yeah. No shit. <laughs> uh, I'll prescribe you this powerful antibiotic. I'm like, okay. Where's your pharmacy? Walmart downtown here. 
just send it down there. That's what they usually do. He goes, tick, tick, tick. Okay, there you go. It's sent. All right. Go down to Walmart. At this By this point, it's 8.45. Pharmacy doesn't open till 9. <sighs> stand there in line. And I, I'm so tired, I can barely stand and focus. I'm, like, worried about throwing up and passing out. Pharmacy opens. I get up there. It's my turn. Huh. No, no, there's nothing here from the doctor. Sometimes it takes a little time for it to come in. Great. Fuck it. I'm going home. Wife gets off at noon. She can come pick it up. She goes to pick it up on her way home from work. Uh, they said there's nothing here. Oh. Like, Son of a bitch. Okay, well, we need to call the doctor's office and see what's going on. Oh, they're closed. They closed at noon. Because it's Christmas Eve. Son of a bitch. So, <sighs> we got to call the hospital to call get a hold of that doctor. Nothing. We got nothing. Nothing. Just... Like, I can't sit here for the next two days not starting my antibiotics, so I'm not going to say how I procured my medicine. Let's just say that I procured my medicine uh, on the streets, because that's fucking easier than a doctor in a pharmacy for an mm-hmm. antibiotic that you could should almost be able to get over the counter anyway. Yeah, I agree. And uh, then, so that got me through the next two days till you know, the pharmacy was open again, and I called the doctor and... Left them on message. Did I leave them a message? Good, good. And, and because I had to call them five times because you can't get to a human being. You have to leave a message with a department in this tiny little podunk doctor's office. You can't talk to a receptionist. You can't talk to a... I, I hit every damn button on that thing. Not Nothing. Finally, I just left an angry message. Uh, not angry. I was very firm, but also very displeased and listed yeah. all the reasons why I was displeased, including your stupid call system. And then... They called me back, said they'd straighten it out, and, I mean, within five minutes, I, eh, maybe more like 15, I got a ping on my phone that my prescription was ready. So, down to Walmart I go, again. And you know how, I, I'm, I don't know if you know down here, yep. but anytime you go to that pharmacy, the line is backed out through the aisles. I remember that. Every single time. Wait, get up there, get my prescription, and <laughs> the lady was fixing some of my insurance information and she goes, oh, sorry, the computer's slow. And I go, yeah, I know. It took two days to get this prescription. And she just didn't say anything. I was like, yeah, because you're uh. not going to get an answer. The doctor was like, I don't know. It says it's sent. They said it's sent. It, 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 on the computer, I can see it's sent. I don't know why they didn't have it. And you know what they're going to say? I don't know. It never came through. Yeah. I'm the one person in a million that an email just gets lost in cyberspace for two days. It's It's the whole, it's the usual there's the one ball, there's the other ball, and you're the dick in the middle. That's right. That's yeah. right. <laughs> so I've been in that, I've been in that situation where it's like, well, they're blaming them and they're blaming them and it's like, it's not our problem by go deal with it. Some, yeah. It, just people suck. Now, one, <laughs> Merry one Christmas. More thing. One more thing on the Merry Christmas front. So my wife ordered me some stuff off Amazon for my, for, for Christmas from my Amazon wish list. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. She's like, huh, it's supposed to be here today. Did it come? I was like, I, don't, I didn't see anything. Huh. So she walks out in the yard, comes back oh. in, and throws a pile of pages and a cover of a thing I had ordered, a book. She's like, here you go, Merry, Merry fucking Christmas. Because the big dumb dog got a hold of the Amazon box on the front porch and shredded it to hell. Just ate the shit out of it. And then, at, like, a couple hours later, we, my wife goes, you know, I think there was supposed to be something else in that package. And because we couldn't even find the package, just this book shredded in the yard and muddy, covered in mud. And so she goes walking all around her property and comes back. Luckily, the other book she got me, the dog hadn't been able to get out of the box. So that one survived. But 
Yep, the other one right now, it's held together with duct tape and scotch tape and missing three pages. Wonderful. Oh, there's your merry fucking Christmas. Yep. <laughs> okay, anything else you'd like to add? Cause I've... No, let's let's talk movies so we can both get into mediocre moods. Because <laughs> it is about five flights up where we're both at right now. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Oh, it's been a hell of a week and a half since we've oh, talked. Oh, it has. Oh, and the thing is, like... The listeners did not hear the first 10, 15 minutes of this conversation. <laughs> you guys got all of the nice stuff. <laughs> yeah, this is this is the hot fudge on top of the, <laughs> the shit bowl of uh, shit. Uh, I guess the bowl of shit. Are you ready for the roulette? Yep. I'm Bitchy Eric. And I'm Ba Humbug Weaver. <laughs> Here's the roulette. It's time to spin the wheel of the movie oh, yeah, yeah. and dive in the ocean of cinema and try and find those gems in the rough. My ear is ringing this Christmas. <laughs> Fuck off. Uh, okay, this episode of the Roulette is Sweet Virginia up against Shrew's Nest. And I'm up for Sweet Virginia from 2017. A former rodeo champ befriends a young man with a propensity for violence. Wow. That's not how I would describe this movie at all. Starring John Barenthal, Christopher Abbott, Imogen Poots, Rosemarie DeWitt, uh, Odessa Young, and a handful of other good actors. The better way to describe this is it opens with a guy uh, going into a bar to meet a couple of his buddies after the bar is closed, or bar, restaurant, whatever it is, diner, and they're just there to hang out, drink some whiskey, and play cards after hours. And then this other stranger walks in, and he kind of gives them like, ah, I want breakfast. Come on, I'm hungry. And the guy, they're like, uh, we're closed. Fuck off. And the one guy, the guy's like, well, uh, but I'm hungry. And they're like, we're closed. Piss off. After a minor scuffle, they just send him out the door. So then he walks in a, a minute later with a gun and shoots everybody. Like, Whoa. Whoa. Okay. What the hell? Uh, this is interesting. It's shot very well. The best way I can describe how it's shot is like Blue Ruin, where... It has kind of a stark color, a little bleak, but everything's very well framed. And from there, it's like, oh, I'm in, I'm in. Let's see where this is going. Uh, and in the similar vein of Blue Ruin, I'm going to compare it to that movie a lot, but it's not as good as that movie. Uh, it's just an unwinding drama mystery thriller, and you're just kind of waiting to see how this all shakes out. There's a police investigation, uh, the wives of the murdered men, are having entanglements, and somewhere in the middle of all of it is John Bernthal, who's running a, a hotel, motel, in this podunk town in Wyoming, I think. It's somewhere out west. So not a major metropolis, just some kind of small out west town. And, I mean, uh, one thing leads to another, to another, to another, roll credits, and it was, it was okay, it was fine. I would say keep it in the queue, and give it a watch sometime, because it's very well made. I just... Along the way, there were a couple of scenes where uh, we're just sitting and chit-chatting about nothing that's relative to the movie, and or to the plot that we're you know that has been yeah. unfolding. It's just chit-chat. Is is it kind of Quentin Tarantino-ish type dialogue to where it's interesting? No, no, okay. no, nope. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that I mean it's hour thirty-three. I'm not here saying oh it's too long. I, it, you either either needed to rewrite some of those scenes to put something of value in there, or shorten it up. 
uh, and again, also with some of your long, longer shots where, oh, we're just following the guy driving down the road or something. It's, I hate filler, and it feels like filler. I could be wrong. You might disagree with me and love every bit of it. Uh, but it's, it's, it's fine. I, I think Steven, I'd like to hear his review of it. Maybe he could push you over the edge into watching it. And it's one that I think Steven would be more primed to, to, to watch. I'm sorry. I'm on cold medicines. I haven't slept four straight hours in a week. You know what I mean? It's four hours, <laughs> then fever dreams and hot, cold, hot, cold, up every 20 minutes. <sighs> this is sweet Virginia. <laughs> it was painless. It was painless to watch, but a couple of criticisms. Okay. Uh, but I do think you should keep it in the queue. Okay. 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 Are you? Shrew's Nest. This is on Shudder from 2014. It's directed by John Fur Andreas and Esteban Roll, I guess. Uh, Spain, 1950s. Montse's uh, agoraphobia keeps her locked in a sinister apartment in Madrid, and her only link to reality is the little sister she lost her youth raising. Uh, one day, a reckless young neighbor, Carlos, falls down the stairwell and drags himself to their door. Someone has entered the shrew's nest. Perhaps he'll never leave. So this is basically uh, Stephen King's misery, but uh, set in Spain. Not a criticism. This is a good movie. Uh, almost to a fault. Uh, mu- actually, much like misery. I I love you. Obviously, you've seen misery, right? We're on the same page no, here. I haven't seen misery. Have you read the book or no? no? I have it over here on my shelf. I just haven't got around to watching it. Okay. Well, for those of you out there that have seen I'm, Misery, I'm or very read the familiar book, with the story though and okay. the horrors with yeah, it. Yeah. Um, Kathy Bates' character in Misery is so like you want her to die so bad, you hate her so much, and the same is uh, Shrew's Nest. You hate this woman so bad to the point where I'm like, I hate the way she looks. I hate everything, everything about her to the point where I'm starting to not like this movie, even though it's. It's it's doing exactly what it's supposed to do. It's incredibly effective in uh, how uh, the agoraphobia that this lady has and why she has it. Uh, I was to, it was getting to the point where I'm like, okay, this is starting to be very annoying to me. And then there's a twist at the end that I didn't see coming, and I'm like, whoa, okay, uh, I didn't see that coming, and that makes some of what I saw. It, it 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 helps the movie out, I guess. It helps my understanding of... of Balanced uh, it out? Yes. Um, it's not one that I'm going to probably rewatch just because it is an unpleasant movie. Um, but it's good. I mean, it's a very well-made, extremely well-acted, especially from the lead and her sister. Uh, and just how it slowly unfolds. It's not really... I mean, I guess you could say it's horror, kind of... Um, but it's, as my guess, as much as mis- as misery is, it's more of a thriller, drama, sad actually. Uh, but it is good if you've got the stomach for this type of thing. Uh, just you know, it's 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 very unpleasant at watching you know like watching a crazy woman and her her hurting people around her. It's uh, it's not feel good. Uh, probably even. More so than Misery, because that's the that's the movie that I can compare this thing to. So it is good. If you have Shudder, I would certainly recommend watching it. But 
just remember, it's not going to be like, oh, I'm going to pour myself a drink and this is going to be fun. <laughs> nope. <laughs> gotcha. But great twist ending. I mean, very good. I was uh, genuinely surprised at the little zinger, I guess you could almost say at the very end, or I'm like, okay, now if I ever would rewatch it, I would watch this movie in a with a different set of eyes. It would, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. So, there you go. All right. Uh, next round, coming your way. No, or, nor, nor I, N-O-R-O-I, The Curse, Paranormal Activity, Judas fucking Christ, uh, Paranormal Expert vanishes while filming a documentary about an ancient demon, uh, I Lost My Body, I threw this one your way before, this is the French animated film, romance, mystery, and adventure intertwine as a young man falls in love, and a severed hand scours Paris for its owner in this mesmerizing animated film, and lastly, The Two Popes. Behind Vatican walls, the conservative Pope Benedict and the liberal future Pope Francis must find common ground to forge a new path for the Catholic Church. Do they know? I mean, they they don't pick a Pope until the old one dies, right? Uh, not in this case. This really? was uh Yeah, this was one where uh, the previous Pope had, uh, I, which I remember this, huh. uh, he stepped down. So I'm like, I yeah, I, that sounds intriguing to me because I actually don't know why. Yeah. I mean... Probably because he's 175 years old. Yeah, that that could be. <laughs> it was time for him to ascend or something. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay, and coming your way, the Laundromat from 2019, directed by Steven Soderbergh, starring the always great Gary Oldman and Antonio Banderas. Uh, a widow investigates an insurance fraud chasing leads to a pair of Panama City law partners exploiting the world's financial system. This is crime comedy. Uh, Drama, I guess. Oh, I remember that trailer. I didn't yeah. know that was a Soderbergh. Rated R. Um, the Meryl Streep's in this, too. That's probably your safe pick. And it's only an hour and 35 minutes. So, actually, I can vouch for this one because this, uh, this is safe as well. Uh, Escape from the Bronx. I think that I have thrown this your way before, but why uh, not one more? I watched this one. Oh, damn it. Sorry. I'm, um, I'm sorry. It doesn't matter. Keep going. Okay, well, Escape from the Bronx is uh, uh, Enzo Castorelli, a ragtag group of people, must fight extermination squads amid their ruined city. This is one of three uh, movies. There's Escape from the Bronx, uh, there's 1990 Bronx Warriors, and then there's the last one was um, The New Barbarians. Have you watched all three of those? Uh, I'd have to go back and look. But okay, well, I, I just I didn't even remember that I watched it. I just looked on my list and was like, "Oh, that's on my watched list." So okay, <laughs> uh, okay. actually now I, now that I see this, nineteen ninety Bronx Warriors that was made in eighty two. So this is obviously the sequel to that one. But I do I do know that the New Barbarians was the last one. Um, so okay, any any one of those three, if they're available, that's your second choice. Okay, uh, and then lastly, this is a Disney Plus movie. Um, and this is one, if you don't take, please throw my way because this is probably perfect wife material. Togo, uh, brand new movie directed by Erickson Core, starring Willem Dafoe. Uh, the story of the sled dog Togo, which led the 1925 serum run, but was considered by most to be too small and weak to lead such an intense race. Uh, hour and 53 minutes, a bit longer, but, uh, this is this is perfect wife material, I'm guessing. And if it's Disney, I'm, I, I'm assuming that it's going to be a really, uh, you know, maybe not huge budget, but a pretty nice sized budget for 
this type of thing. Hopefully it's not another one of those Noel or whatever garbage we watched this past month. Yeah. But there uh, you go. I will definitely throw Togo your way, but uh, I don't know necessarily why it is, but for as much as I love, uh, we've talked about it before, as much as I love ocean movies and underwater movies and sea, semen, as much as I love semen yeah. um, and stories, <laughs> stuff like that, I have equal and opposite disdain for dog movies and horse movies. <laughs> <laughs> I hate them because it, it, it either always ends with the animal dying or oh, it's feel the feel good movie. Yeah, of the no, dark. you're absolutely right. Um, and I have you sat through Steven Spielberg's War Horse movie? No. Oh, oh, that was so. Bleh. I mean, and it was like you're not going to get me to cry, and you're trying. It was like one of those fake, cheesy, not sad movies. Yeah. Oh, I know I, what you mean. You know what? I, I'm tr- I was trying to think of any one that I like. The only one that comes to mind is Hidalgo. That was based on a horse, and I quite enjoyed that movie. Cujo, maybe? <laughs> no, nope. I've been on the record as not liking that movie. <laughs> well, throw but, a Togo But I'd rather way. have a Cujo than a Togo. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, I'll toss it back your way. No problem. Yeah, it, this would be one where I probably wouldn't be near as interested if it wouldn't be for the fact that Willem Dafoe's in this because... I, I, I'm assuming that that's a pretty big star power there. So yeah, yeah we'll see. I don't know. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, and for me, uh, this is easy. Well, oh, go ahead. Do I, do I get to pick one or? Ah, uh, no. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Back to me. No. <laughs> the laundromat. I'll take the laundromat. Okay. That looks good, by the way. That's... Yeah. Yeah. I had no idea what that was until you were describing it just now. I didn't No research. Yeah. <laughs> Steven Soderbergh, there you go. Yep. Uh, it's it, it, not the side derail here, but it, isn't it interesting how these A-list directors, because I would consider Soderbergh pretty much A-list, but, you know, Martin Scorsese and Mike, you know, give or take A-list, Michael Bay, they're, they're directing these huge budget or big budget movies for Netflix. I'm not sure what the budget is for the laundromat, but I would assume that it's not, you know, $2 million. It's probably substantially more with that cast. It's going to be substantially more, but I don't know if Soderbergh is considered A-list. In my opinion, when it comes to A-list director, Chris Nolan, right right now, you can do whatever you want. Steven yep. Spielberg, you can do whatever you want. And Soderbergh jumps back and forth between, well, he gets a budget this time, but then he makes three things with absolutely no budget. And then maybe it's by choice, I don't know. But who knows? I think he might be under a little more restriction because I don't know if he... It, Hollywood only cares about box office, man. That's I know. all they care about. <laughs> yeah, I agree. That's why I, I think that... That's not a dig on Soderbergh, by the way. I, I'm... Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I know what you mean. I, I got you. Um, okay. Uh, for me, this was this was easy. You, I mean, you, I, I'd like to watch all of the ones that you threw my way, but The Two Popes is definitely the one that I want to uh, take with regards to the actor. We've got uh, Anthony Hopkins in that. Um, I think it looks great. Uh, no problem. Sorry. Text messages. Two popes. There you go. Next episode will be the laundry mat up against the two popes. Uh, and where are we at on time here? I also got to be a little careful because I lose my voice almost every day. Okay. Just saying it might be a shorter show. Is That's all. fine. Yeah, we, I, I uh, figured with, we would just do some, like, bunch of reviews and... 
Call I'm, it a day. I'm cool with that. Yeah. That was another part of my sickness is that it all started with this virus I had with a sinus, upper respiratory, and then it would drain down uh, through my throat, which makes my throat about yay big, teeny bitty little tiny, which makes me start to gag, which then makes me throw up. Oh, so so you, were, been, you were yakking, huh? Oh, it was lots. I, could, I mean, I was having trouble keeping stuff down, and it wasn't my stomach. My stomach felt fine. It's all my throat. Um, which has been just fantastic. And just so my throat is raw now because of throwing up for two days. Oh, yeah. And then I had a whole 24 hours where it was nothing but, uh, here were my meal. Uh, here, here were my meal. I'm, I'm just <laughs> mental. Uh, I would have two crackers and a small glass of milk. Oh, man. That for three meals, uh, for two days, that's, that's all I had. <laughs> So then on top of that, I start taking the antibiotic, which, as I recall, because I haven't been to the doctor in years, I thought that's supposed to stop you up. And my wife goes, no, no, that's painkillers. Antibiotics do the opposite. So, whoosh, <laughs> cleanse. <laughs> oh, it's cl- I've been on a cleanse, too. <laughs> uh, but anyway, my throat's raw from throwing up, so then I lose my voice. and oh, duh. I mean, you have been just a complete mess. I don't get sick often, but when I do, I swing for the fences, sir. I mean, yeah. I go all out. It's, I'm not kidding. There was a day or two where I was like, this might be the end. This might be the end. And <laughs> <laughs> you have your, either your kids or your relative to thank for this wonderful. I don't know where it came from. I, I can't blame anybody. Uh, I don't know anybody else that had these symptoms. And then my wife has been talking to her friends and she has a couple of friends that are having the same symptoms as me, but there's nobody we've hung out with. Uh, so I don't know. Apparently, whatever this virus is, it's going around, and it's a son of a bitch, let me tell you. I got an earache. I'm a 40-year-old man who had an yeah. earache for crying out loud. Yeah, you know it's bad when an adult gets either an earache or pink eye or, like, something that typically is reserved to kids that just cannot keep, you know, just their germ magnets. Yeah, right. Right. That literally wipe shit on their hand and yeah, then wipe their eye. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> anyway, uh, I mean, we could rabbit trail here for a second. Yeah. Is there anything worthy of? I don't of, know. Uh, I, I was going to get your take on the tenant trailer. I think it looks fantastic. I obviously we're doing a little bit of time travel type stuff here, but uh, that trailer. Oh, it's. I, I like that they don't. Um, I'm not sure about you, but like this would be. That's it. I don't need to see any more trailers. You gave me just enough to kind of sort of know what's going on, but, and just enough, just, a, just enough special effects to where I'm like, oh, this can be great. But nothing like, oh, there's the whole movie. Cause I, I still don't quite know what's going on in that, which I like that. Yeah. N- nobody really does. <clears throat> Would you like what I think is going on in it? I'm just guessing I have nothing to back it up. Yeah, sure. I'm, I'm curious. I mean, it looks like he's an agent, a time travel agent, maybe. Well, he all uh, Nolan always wanted to make a James Bond movie, but I don't think he ever wanted to be hampered by oh, what's their names, the people that run the James Bond universe. Uh, so he went out and decided I'm going to make my own spy movie. So then we get this trailer, and yeah, starts off like a spy movie. You know, a guy gets recruited, and typical Nolan ingenious special effects where they go flying up the side of that building with ropes and whatnot, uh, <clears throat> and then you start getting these time travely bits and oh i thought we were here to stop world war three is it nuclear and no it's worse oh, yeah what 
I think that, and you can see in some of the shots, like when he's in the car, he's holding something. I think that they, the thing they're chasing down is a thing that can, it's a not a time machine, but it is, but you can direct it at things. So, like, they accidentally wrecked a civilian car, so he pointed the thing at it and hit the button and reversed time in that one little area. Ooh. Like a time machine, you can point at things. It doesn't reverse time for everything, but you, but imagine if one person had that. Imagine what you could do. You could, uh, let's, let me pick a better example. I could come over to your house and walk in with a razor blade and slit your throat and time travel my way out there and nobody would ever have known that I came in. You just started gushing blood. Yeah, a person could be God. It doesn't make any sense, but no time travel movie makes phys- uh, physics yeah. sense anyway, yeah. so whatever, just go with it. <clears throat> That's just what I think is going on so far. I'm like, ooh, that would be a lot of Nolan-y things to play with. It would be a lot of Nolan-y things to play with, which this 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 feels like it would be similar, a bit similar to... Um... Inception? Oh, Inception, yeah. That would be, be the one that I would say it's the closest, it shares the closest similarities to. Yeah, but bring it on. That's fine yeah. by me. I love it. I, me too. But I think it looks great, man. I I saw this trailer in front of uh, Rise of uh, Skywalker in the XD uh, screen up here. And I'm just, of all the trailers, that one and Top Gun were the loudest. And just for, this one especially, just, you remember the trailer, it just, just had yeah, this bo- booming. Bomb, kind of. <laughs> like all the Christopher Nolan trailers do. They all seem to have that just directed different. by Christopher <laughs> <laughs> Different variations on it. This one's yes. every every one sounds cooler than the last. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love that this guy has pretty much free reign. What it, man, here's three hundred million dollars, do something. That's why it, they only care about money. As long as it makes money, then you get free reign. That's the way it yeah. works. And the thing is what's cool is that he is crafting unique enough movies that that people do want to see them. And they, it's almost like people know at this point, like, at least I do, that if it's a Christopher Nolan movie, it's going to be something unique. Even his war movie, even Dunkirk, that was a true story, but it was still no big actors. And then the movie had no main actors. Like, there was, it was just a bunch of soldiers. It, it was a very different take on a war movie. Like, it's not Private Ryan where, oh, there's Tom Hanks. And there is his group of guys that you get to know. You don't get to know anybody in Dunkirk, which I, I guess maybe Tom Hardy mumbling his way through the airplane. But yeah, I, I liked that. That was a unique, different take on something that actually happened. You got Kenneth Branagh on there, too. That's true. Yeah, he did. But it so wasn't like starring Kenneth Branagh. He was, yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying. <clears throat> but, you know, he did. I was going to say that Nolan has... Uh, it's amazing that because in a world where everybody's bitching about sequels and remakes, he is presenting new and original ideas and properties, but he has done one remake and three sequels. Mm. <laughs> so, um, yeah, but at least, I mean, even those were all awesome. <laughs> mm-hmm. They were, they were his own unique stamp. I guess. I just hope he keeps making science fictiony type stuff. I'm afraid that he's going to come out and, Oh, my next film is a, yeah, a drama. Bon- a, bon- so, a bonnet movie. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, here's my Barry Lyndon. No, no, please. No, please. <laughs> but yeah, it looks it looks uh, great. Yeah, by the way, here's here's my side derail. On trailers, let's talk trailers just real briefly here, because you haven't been to the theater for a little bit. Uh, but So in front of Rise of Skywalker, so a couple stupid 
commercials, not trailers, commercials come on. Fine. We talked about this on the show a little bit yeah. that I had heard that. And then the trailers start and they're like, I figured they're all going to be great. So we got Wonder Woman and Tenant, Top Gun and the biggies for next summer, for next summer. Um, and then another commercial starts, a cell phone commercial. I'm like, okay, last stupid commercial. Now let's get this show on the road. It's Star Wars time. And then after that, more trailers. Like, what are you, what are you doing here? It's almost like I'm watching a television show that is nothing but trailers and then it's interrupted by commercials every now and then. For the first 30 minutes. Oh. I'm like, this is a two and a half hour movie. Which means you're making us sit here for three hours. It, it's infuriating. It is, but uh, only to us movie freaks. That seek out trailers on the internet. And we're not the mass. We're not the masses that they're after. And we're not the masses that give them their money. We are yeah. the 10 percenters, I'd say. Because yeah. look around you. Next time you're in there for a half an hour, look around you. Tell me how many people are in there are movie freaks. Because I'll tell you right now, 90% of them are... It's, uh, Let's go see a movie tonight, I guess. Yeah, what's... Oh, did you hear there's a new Star Wars movie coming? Yeah, I saw the ad on Monday Night Football. Not, not, They're not like us. That Oh, did you hear the Star Wars trailer is coming out on Thursday? Let's go to YouTube and watch it. You know, yeah. that's not... Yeah. That's not most of the people in the theater. Well, I, because I, I did not go to the bathroom at all during Star Wars, but um, I told my wife, I'm like, okay, the minute there's a trailer that I'm okay skipping, that's when I make a beeline to the bathroom. Cause I mean, I had a cocktail before the movie and I'm like, I'm not leaving the theater during Star Wars. So I actually skipped the Wonder Woman trailer. I'm like, I, as great as it is, I'm like, I've seen it. It looks great. I can, I don't have to see that right now. So just, Made a beeline for it, missed, missed Wonder Woman, came back, and then that's when those, the cell phone commercial came in. I'm like, hell yeah, let's go. And then, and then some stupid looking animated movie trailer. I'm like, ah, I, this is the one that I should have ran out on. <sighs> it's, what was it's, it? What the hell? <laughs> it's the new Disney, it's something about fairies or trolls or something in a. Oh, in a, yeah, and they're, they bring back their dad from the dead, but only his yeah. pants or something. Yeah, it's no, no. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, so. Anywho, uh, there, I actually feel like there was another Disney movie in there too. Then there were so many trailers, but I anyway, um, <laughs> I just I don't like that. I it just it seems like it's getting worse and worse with trailers. Well, they do it because it's paying off. That you know when yeah. they'd stop doing it if people would stop showing up until the movie starts. Yeah, if they would notice that oh nobody comes in until after the start time, then maybe they'd quit. Yeah. Maybe not. Who knows? Yeah, and we got there like three minutes before the first trailer started and the place at the XD screen, it was packed. Well, granted it was star Wars. So I would assume that a lot of people like get there. We're excited, whatever, but it was, I mean, most people were there when the trailers, when the lights dimmed and the trailer started. Well, since we're talking about star Wars, let's just get into star Wars. How about that? Yeah. Go for it. (laughs) I haven't seen it yet, but I have read several of the spoilers. I don't, I mean, I don't know every single spoiler in the movie, but I know, I think I know the biggies, and so I, I don't really care. Uh, you can go full spoiler if you want. Tell me what you liked, what you didn't. Okay. Um, I'll just, yeah, I'll I'll give some bits of information here. Um, most of it you can you can see in the trailer, because uh, as you know, Palpatine is back. Um, I, yeah, I'm going to review the movie briefly, but 
I need you to watch it then too because I want to have a discussion about certain things that happen in the movie that I thought were fine, but I don't know where you will fall on certain things because it feels like J.J. is retconning some stuff from The Last Jedi. It worked for me. Um, I, I think The Last Jedi is a great movie, but I think this is a great movie too. I liked this one probably... I think I like this one more than uh, than the other two. Uh, actually, let me back that up. I think this is probably my favorite of all of the Disney era Star Wars movies, simply for the fact that it is just nonstop something happening. It is balls to the wall, action, 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 action. I love that. I thought it was great. Uh, the special effects are fantastic, as which they are in all of these movies, but. Uh, it goes at a breakneck speed, even at two and a half hours. It's like, it's one of those things where I'm going to review another movie here today that I, the, the runtime was actually detrimental in the fact that it was two and a half hours and it, or almost three hours and it needed to be longer. This needed to be longer. There's more story than runtime in this movie. And I feel like Abrams, and I'm not sure, I don't know the behind the scenes here. I don't know if Kathleen Kennedy was upset. The last Jedi made a boatload of money, but it felt like, Abrams is back, and you know what? Didn't like the direction you were going with uh, Last Jedi, so we're going to go back on track with Force Awakens. So here well, that's is... part of the problem right there, is there was no plan. Uh, yeah, it, it felt like that, and it did, it feels like Oh, that. no, 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 I'm not saying it feels that way. They have come out and said there, ha- there was no plan for the three movies. It was, here, you take the first one, and when that's about an assembly cut, level, the next guy gets to see it, and then he writes whatever the hell he wants. Uh, I, that is not the way to do a trilogy. Uh, no. Ever. Even George Lucas had a... I'm sure he had a blueprint for his prequels, regardless of how those turned out. Like, those all three go together. They they fit together quite well, I think. Yeah. You have to have at least an outline. Yeah. This here, it is one and three. Two is the oddball. And I, and I like... I, I love part two, but it is definitely having seen this, that's the odd duck of the bunch now. It's like Okay, so Canto Bite, gone, done. There is no such thing anymore. It's not addressed. A little Force Sensitive Boy, nothing. Uh, what's his name? The uh, Code Breaker guy that I was like, I am assuming that he's going to come back. <laughs> nope, gone. That's done. Uh, Luke is a different character in this. As we know, you, as you know, he, he's gone after Last Jedi, but I'm sure that you know that Force Ghost is back. Yeah, they all are. Yeah. Everybody but, came back from what I heard. Yeah. So, but it's a different Luke. It's just a different... <laughs> it Everything about it feels J.J. Abrams. I mean, this feels like a J.J. Abrams movie, which I think is great. Um, if you like that, you should... I can't imagine you're not going to like it. I. Uh, <laughs> it's just interesting, the different... Because we just got done watching Last Jedi in preparation for Skywalker. And when it was done, I'm like, ooh, Last Jedi seems a bit... Man, I, this is just knee-jerk reaction, but it felt a little insignificant now. Like, all right, well, I, a, couple, heard... a couple things happened that I guess could be taken away from that, but not much else. I still, I think it's a great movie. Uh, it's just the ideas were not really expounded on in this one. I hear what you're talking about. <clears throat> I've heard other people say the same thing. And I've heard J.J. say, hell no, he wasn't retconning anything. He's just making another Star Wars movie, which, <clears throat> whatever, I... I I've heard from people that like Last Jedi that they like Rise of Skywalker. And then I hear from people that hated Last Jedi go, 
I love Rise of Skywalker because it completely destroys Last Jedi, and Last Jedi lovers aren't saying that. Yeah, at least I haven't heard them, the ones that I've talked to. So, it, it I just, you know, it feels like there are a couple things in there that the Last Jedi haters love to glob onto, and yes, let's hate things, hate! Uh, <laughs> you know, like, I believe there's a line in Rise of Skywalker where they say you're not supposed to throw your lightsaber, or you're not supposed to respect uh, the weapon of a mm. Jedi or something. And people are saying, see, they're, they're, they're pissing on in the beginning when Luke threw his lightsaber. Um... He he did that in Return of the Jedi as well, idiots. Remember, you know what I mean? It's yeah. it's, it's th- thoughts that are just out of anger and are not well thought out, in my opinion. Uh, I, I guess I could tell you some of the things that I know. That way, maybe you don't yeah. feel like you're spoiling. So I guess spoiler spoilers from here on out. Uh, I'm I has I don't know all the details, but Palpatine has been making Snoke's. Is that kind of a thing? Mm-hmm. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> I mean, your opinion was it cool? I didn't. Yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, my wife brought it up, and again, this is a bit spoilery, but as you've seen in the trailer, there is a lair that the jet that uh, Palpatine. And I is saw in. about the first ten, fifteen minutes there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Then yeah. So that lair there, but she was like, "Where did all those, there, all those people come from? Like those, like there's there is some there there's some plot holes because I'm like, yeah, you're right. Where seems like there was a thousand random, maybe old dude, creepy people sitting around there and, huh? What? Uh, okay. You're <laughs> there. Why? Or what's the purpose? Are you, are you baby Snokes or are you something Snokes? I don't know. Do they explain how the emperor's back? Uh, briefly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they do. I mean, it's, I don't want to say it's forced, but it's like, all right, I buy it. Cause I, Star Wars is cool. I'm fine. You're back. My impression of this movie is that everybody's like, yes, oh, it's not The Last Jedi, thank God. And then as you think out the ideas down the road, we're going to be like, wait a minute. Uh... No, yeah, there is some like, uh, but I, like you, I love Star Wars. So I love The Last Jedi and I love this. I was like, yeah, they're all good. I... Yeah, I'm not going <laughs> to give a shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure that when you see this, you're going to be like, yeah, that was great. And then, yeah, there's, oh, there's holes. There's... Okay, so I got a couple more... of big big things that I need to know. Does it does Kylo turn back good? You, I mean, you you want I me to go know. there? I want to know. Oh, he's he is he's a he's a good boy in this. Oh, fuck off! <laughs> Can't be. That's that's bullshit. Yeah, yeah. He uh, and they explain it away in a certain sense. He killed Han. I oh, I I agree. He killed. He Han. tried to he tried to kill Leia. Yeah, the, he killed. Force yeah, Force Awakens opens with him just flat murdering innocent villagers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember that. Uh-huh. Are they gonna, they're making it like he was possessed or something? Uh, yeah, hey. yeah, okay. Yeah, maybe I can weasel my way around that, but... Ah, come on, JJ, you're the one that set him up as being so villainous, you had him yeah. kill Han. I mean, you should be the one to, like, finish! Finish! Yeah. Let him be the evil one, and you gotta take him out. Yeah. Which it it's it's it, to me it was satisfying how they does he I was, live? I'm like I'm like uh, I'm not gonna say that hey, you I want you to just experience that on your own how oh, come on does he does he survive the movie hey. you have to tell me or it's gonna determine whether I mean, or not I go my no? out my eight ball says outlook not so good <laughs> so no <laughs> pretty much no what do you mean pretty much no oh no no he flat out no he he's 
Okay, okay. You know what? Shit. <laughs> okay, then I can totally accept. I can totally accept the turn. Then I'm yeah. I'm okay. Yeah, because I actually told our we were on a double date, and I'm like, because they were like, oh, but he was turning. I'm like, oh, he had to die. Like that, that's he a Darth. Had I guess you know die. what? That's a Darth Vader situation. Because he turned good right before he yeah, died, and then, and then he died. Yeah, it's like I'm like he killed Han. He murdered innocent villagers. He was. He, especially in Last Jedi, like, he just completely went bonkers crazy in the end. Just trying to massacre Luke Skywalker. I mean, just blast him into oblivion. It's like, yeah. he's nuts. He, well, in The Last Jedi, he was. But, like, he's gotta go. He's gotta go. <laughs> not, not to mention the seven planets that they blew up and yeah. billions and billions and billions of yeah. people. <laughs> in the, in if, the first if, one. if they would have not killed him, I would have been pissed. Okay. Uh, even though you know I'm what? Like, I, in in retrospect, duh, it's just Darth Vader again. Yeah, because yeah, Darth Vader killed younglings for fuck's sake. It, yeah, yeah. It, it essentially he is. Yeah, he is. Okay. A sli- nope. Yeah. You know what? I'm back on board. I'm back yeah. in. I'm on. Yeah. There is I'm still a couple other little plot twists in there that I'm like, oh, you're 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 reaching, but you know what? Lightsabers and pew pew. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But, I uh, get you. Yeah, but. Again, and I think that you like J.J. Abrams movies, uh, just like I do, and it feels like a J.J. Abrams movie. And there was a, actually one particular spot where they're on, uh, the desert, which they always end up in some desert. Yeah. And I, this has nothing to do with the actual content of the movie, but the quality of the movie. I'm like, oh, I so like, I could just tell at that one spot, I'm like, that was shot on 35, 35 millimeter. I can just tell for some reason, this a certain shot, that, uh, that's not digital. That looks like film. And I just, I thought that was great. That I think all three of these movies have been shot on film. Oh, really? Uh, I know, I, at least I know Force Awakens was, I'm assuming that Last Jedi was as well. But this, I, it had to have been shot on film. I would be blown away if it would not have been. Um, well, now I, so that I'm not a complete moron, let's just make <laughs> I have, sure. I have no idea. I, I assume yeah. they've all been digital since uh, the prequels. Yeah, no, I, I, Abrams shot on 35 millimeter and I'm pretty sure that Ryan Johnson did too. Uh, technical aspects here. Um, yeah, Aeroflex, yeah, 30, sure enough, 35 millimeter. There we go. The Aeroflex. Yeah. Love it. That's awesome. Panavision Primo. Ah, this is all. Got Movie Freak talk is what it is. Yeah, so 35 Codec Vision 3. Ah, it's so cool. I mean, there's this 35 millimeter, like, this was all shot on film. That's so badass. Awesome. So anyway, there you go. It's it's a great movie. Um, I think on rewatch, I'll. I mean, who knows? My score might drop, but I thought this was great, and you will too. Just like you like the Last Jedi and Force Awakens. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure I will. And I don't. I get frustrated when people are like, "Oh, it takes away all the Last Jedi." G- guys, this was not like I said. It was not set up with that kind of arc. So it's more of here's one entry and then this happens and then this is this happens it's it's more it's more like episodes yeah i wish that the code breaker would have been back i i liked his i really liked his character in force awakens and i felt like ah, i just felt you could have somehow got him to like aha i'm back and i i feel like people don't take this the wrong way i'm not necessarily meaning you but i feel with last jedi that people grab on to certain things and I'm, I'm just, why? Why? Everybody that hated that movie, well, what's with the little boy in the end? Well, who's that? Well, who cares? It's not anybody. It's just some kid sweeping. He's just saying that there's still hope in the galaxy. That's it. They're, 
or or yeah. the code breaker. Well, he was there to break the code, and he's just some. He's probably in some jail somewhere. He's not a major character. He's just a guy that they had yeah. run into, and that's that. Or Phasma. Everybody gets all bent out of shape about Phasma. Was Phasma back? I no, her, no. Yeah. Well, she's dead why, as shit. Why Phasma? Which... Why didn't she get her big scene? What? <laughs> Who said she's getting a big scene? She... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm just... These are things that people grab onto sometimes that I... Maybe you... Not you, but maybe people in general... Wanted it to be something that it's not, and that's just fan fiction in your head. I'm sorry, this is the movie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm curious what, what you'll think when you watch them a little bit closer back to back. Uh, and maybe it's just director styles, because J.J. Abrams is very much a different director from Ryan Johnson, and you can just, you can just tell. Yeah. Um, and I like, I mean, seriously, like, Knives Out is one of my favorite movies of the year. Um, so, uh, anyway, it, it's almost, it's, maybe it's because, to me, A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, granted, they were all directed by, directed by different directors, but George Lucas pretty much directed all three of them. I mean, give or take. I mean, they, the, the director style, I think they had, but the story and, and, and that kind of thing would be all him. But even, yeah. you know, I think we're a little jaded because we've watched those movies so many times growing up, that original trilogy, over and over and over and over and over. This is the way it is. This is the Bible of it. Imagine if I know you saw them when they first came out. Yeah. But imagine if you were this age and had this kind of discourse around the movies and had seen so many movies in your life. You weren't a child. You had broken down plot and structure of many, many, many other movies. And then we watch A New Hope. You'd be like, that is an amazing single film. Then you watch Empire Strikes Back. You'd be like, well, that was good. And it's a good Star Wars movie. But what the fuck? Now, now he's his kid and he cut his kid's hand off. And then Han's gone. That you're just going to end the movie like that? What? I mean, it's good. It's still Star Wars. What's with Hoth? Or you go to Return of the Jedi. You're like, where's? Why is there no Hoth? Where? Where are the Tauntauns? What happened to the Tauntauns? You know, yeah. it's just weird to grab onto certain things. In my opinion, it's not. It's not as though Ryan Johnson said, "Here, here it is. This little boy with the broom. That's going to be the rise of the Skywalk." You know what? Yeah. He was just some little kid sweeping. Who had force powers. It's just yeah. saying that other people in this universe have force powers. Yeah. Which I do, speaking of that little kid, I do think it would be cool. I told my wife this. I'm like, how cool would that be if like 10 years from now, there would be another Star Wars movie and that kid would be something. In Maybe the he is the star of Ryan Johnson's trilogy. Yeah, I I think that would be kind of kind of cool. Um, and I, I for one, I got to say this, the, the whole Canto Bite thing, I really, upon rewatching that movie, I've seen The Last Jedi three times now. I really, well, it does slow the movie down a bit. I really like that scene to where, and again, I know there's people that don't like it because it's kind of, it brings it back to shit that goes on here on Earth with, you know, realism. But I thought that was kind of cool that they introduced that, like, here's all the scumbags that are pretty much supplying the Empire and the Rebels with, with weapons. Yeah. Um, here's the scumbaggy, filthy, rich asshole gambler. It, it, I thought that was cool, and I think that they, that even could be something in the future for something down the road, a future movie. I don't know. I, well, and ideas like that were definitely in the books, the the extended no. universe books, and we're talking dozens and dozens of books. They extended, built out the entire universe of Star Wars, and all got decanonized. But they still pull ideas from that stuff. Hmm. So there was stuff already like that type of 
Yeah, with, dealing with warmongers and people profiteering off of the Empire and the... Yeah, absolutely. Ah, that's cool. I like that. They had entire war planets where they would just make weapons. That, and yeah. that was in the 90s, for fuck's sake. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder where, they're, where they are going to go from here. Are they... Obviously, Skywalker's done, but do you, are they going to do Knights of the Old Republic, or are they going to go way, you know, I, who knows what they're going to do? I mean, Mandalorian is rocking it right now, and I, I just, are they going to even reference anything with Rebels and Empire, or are they going to try to do something completely different? Uh, I don't know. Was there uh, was there any tie-in then we had talked about between Mandalorian and Rise of Skywalker? Was there anything there? Uh, there was one thing, because we actually watched the episode last night. Uh, to catch up. Now, granted, there's one more episode today. It's released, but uh, there was one thing that I saw that happened. I'm like, ah, that was in Rise of Skywalker, and that has not been done before Mandalorian and Skywalker. Hmm. So, there you go. Nice. It's a small thing. I mean, it's not a big thing, but I'm like, ah, that, I would assume, that's just me again, I would assume that's why they released Mandalorian, like, the day before Skywalker came out, because that little thing there actually is something that you see exactly in Rise of Skywalker. Right. What so. was that episode? Uh, that's episode seven. So today, which is... Yeah, what was, what was episode seven? Remind me. Uh, that was I, where... We're all caught up. Yeah, Baby Yoda, or whatever his name is, he, uh, Werner Herzog's back, and uh, they're trying to capture Baby Yoda, and they succeed. Well, I thought I was caught up. Who knows? Maybe I fell asleep again. <laughs> it was a good episode. Uh, very good episode. They've all I was, been really good. Yeah, I was so tired last night, but, um, well, we were going back and forth a little bit, and I, I was watching that after, <laughs> after that other movie I was watching, and I was wide awake. <laughs> uh, okay. Ronnie Chiang. I'm sure I'm saying that wrong. C-H-I-E-N-G. Asian comedian destroys America. This is a stand-up, I've been watching a lot of stand-up again, and this is a stand-up on Netflix, and you have to watch this stand-up as oh, soon as possible. Oh, it's in my possible. list. It's, it's, oh, it's gonna happen soon. I mean, it's not the kind of thing where I'm just crying tears the whole time, but everything in that stand-up is so damn funny, I, I loved it, and the whole time I was thinking, Eugene will love this, oh, yes, he will, <laughs> It's absolutely hysterical. That's all I want to say about that. I want to get a shout-out to that one. But let's move on to Lost in Space Season 2. Now, this came out, I don't know, in the last week or so, and I've been deathly sick and on staycation. Perfect time, too. I finally get a little vacation at home. Just sick as shit. I mean, can't get off the couch. Just... Can't, I can get up and move around and even sit in the office for a little bit, but then I just start to get dizzy because of the medication and... Time to eat a couple crackers and some milk! Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so, I managed to binge this season, all ten episodes here in very short order. I didn't get around to checking how long each... Oh, no, I did. I checked this morning. It said the episodes range from 39 minutes to 55, I think. So, 39 to 55. Doesn't matter. Was never bored. This is a very... Different setup than season one. Season one, you were all on this one planet trying to escape and get back on board with your mission. Lost in Space season two is set up like, more like a Mandalorian, where each episode is an adventure and a, and you're back. And you might have, you might spend two episodes on a planet, but then you're off that planet. 
You know what I mean? So yeah. you're, you're, and then you're on the ship, the main ship for a while, and then you're off the main ship for a while, and then you're back on. And, you, and every time you're dealing with different problems, all while trying to solve the greater overarching problem, which is the perfect way that a season of television should be. And it was awesome. I It was a blast. And it, I guess with season one, you were a little more stuck. Like I said, you're stuck on that planet. So it was a little more, okay, we're still here. We're still here. But like I said, season two, you're all over the place. You're on multiple different planets with multiple different problems. And the special effects are just top notch Star Wars level special effects. I sent you a couple of really crappy zoomed in videos last night, but out of this world. That second one I sent you is from the season ender, by the way. Okay. I watched it and it looked great, even on my phone. Yeah. Crazy. I mean, the special effects are just unbelievable. Uh, and I probably should have waited till January since it would counted as science fiction, but, uh, well, I got that whole thing out of the way. <laughs> uh, it was awesome, and I cannot wait for more. I hope I hope we get more. Excellent. Yeah, okay. I I watched a couple episodes from season one, and I, I explained to you on via text last night. It was just, just wasn't clicking for the... Yeah, wasn't clever Every, for everyone. For everyone, yeah. So I, I'm, I'm like, ah, well, okay. Not that I'm not going to watch it. Uh, I do want to, but it just kind of after that, I'm like, well, I'll watch this on my own, and then, who knows, stacks of vinegar syndrome were waiting on me, and then yeah, at the right. end, yeah. <laughs> yep. So. Uh, okay. Um, d- one more round for you, and then we'll be done. I, my voice is tipping. So. <clears throat> well, I have to. Uh, I definitely wanted to talk about one movie that will probably, uh, well, uh, well, we'll have to discuss this if this is actually considered a movie or not, but we'll make my best of the year list. And that is 2019's A Christmas Carol with Guy Pierce and Andy Serkis. This is fantastic. It's What, what year is this? Uh, brand new. 2019. Just came out. Oh, okay. Why is um, it not a movie? Well, it's, it claims it's a TV miniseries, but it's in three chapters and it's the Christmas, it's a Christmas carol. It, okay. ta- we actually talked about this before. It's, it's just that, but three hours long. Um, so, I mean, I guess if you consider it, if you consider it a miniseries, it's not really a movie, but I kind of want to consider it a movie because it is. It's like, it, it goes with chapter one, two, and three, but I'm like, this is the, this is the same, except it's expounded on from the other movies. It's, However, this is very R-rated, and it is just awesome. I was completely glued to my seat. Like, it was it was by far the best uh, telling of A Christmas Carol. You have got to see it. I think that's the Peaky Blinders director or creator made this. Damn. What's it on? Um, uh, this was on FX. Uh, Baby Jesus supplied it to me. Thank oh, you. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh <laughs> Guy Pierce is perfect. Perfect as Ebenezer Scrooge and a very different take on it. This, what's cool about this is that um, you know the story, but there are so many changes to this particular one. I mean, this is like dark horror stuff here, especially with Andy Serkis. And, uh, I think I remember the story. Is this, uh, this is the one where you got the old, rich, miser guy who is uh, keeping his workers basically at an indentured slave kind of level of payment and it takes three demons from hell to get him to not be a cunt? Yes. 
That. And share his money. Okay, yeah, that one. Yep, okay. that's the one. Uh, here, though, first off, Guy Pierce is, what I like about this, Guy Pierce is not old in this movie. I thought, I thought that was brilliant that they're not, we're like, we did the Jim Carrey thing, we did, you know, I haven't seen the Bill Murray one, but I guess Bill Murray would have been not as old. But you, for the most part, the Scrooge character is played by a really miserly, miserly old guy. Here, Guy Pierce is like a younger, very cunning, just son of a bitch. He's so good in this. Everybody is perfect. I, seriously, I am having a hard time finding one single fault other than it should have been longer. This was pushing three hours and I'm like, ah, oh. once the ghost of Christmas past was done with his bit, I'm like, holy shit, like, uh, we're at almost a two hour mark and I don't like that because this is so great. You gotta really plow through present and then future, which in all of the other iterations that I've seen, Ghost, uh, Ghost of Christmas Future is the darkest one of the bunch. Yeah. Um, and that's the one that they take the most, uh, well, I, even past is, is, I guess, the closest to the original story. Present deviates. And then future is like way deviated and very truncated, but so powerful and just awesome. I, I, I can't wait to watch this again next year. I, I cannot wait. I, I like this so much that uh, my wife watched a little bit of it with me. Um, and then I had to turn it off because I, Elf Part 5 or something else. I Whatever. <laughs> but I told her, I said, next year, you're watching this with me. Because she'll, I, I don't know of anybody that wouldn't like this other than maybe like uber, uber hardline conservatives that whatever. Uh, because it, it, it they, I don't like how Scrooge was portrayed in this. Yeah. Because they, they, they take a couple shots. <laughs> um, but you would love it. I, you would love it. I, it's. I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll trade you off. With, when you watch Scrooged, then I'll watch that. Okay, perfect. Cause I, I really do like this story. And I know it's been told a million times, but the fact that they tried to do something different with this one, uh, I really appreciate that it's like, I'm like, okay, well, let's go. Here's a three hour version of the movie that, or the story that I know all too well. Uh, no, that's not the case. Uh, the, the movie opens with, um, a kid pissing on a grave, like, and then, there you go, you rotten bastard. I'm like, <laughs> okay, this is, this is a bit different. <laughs> uh, Scrooge is from 1988, directed by Richard Donner. Oh, Richard Donner made that? I didn't, I must have forgot that he directed that thing. It's very playful, very fun. Well, I'll watch that one. Uh, that, that actually might be, well, no, no, no. There was one with um, uh, uh, Picard. Yeah. I have not seen that one. Have you seen that one? No, I think that was a Hallmark Channel. Thing. I think so, too, yeah. Or this Lifetime. is not a Hallmark Channel. This is firmly R-rated stuff here. Ugh, it's great. It's nice. so good. <laughs> awesome. Back to you. Oh, no, go ahead. I... Oh. Okay, okay, I'll do one. I'll do a. I'll do a TV miniseries real quick. <laughs> oh, you tricksy bastard! Let's talk about the Saint. Do you remember the Saint? It was Not a the Val Kilmer. Yeah, there you go. It was also a old. I want to say British TV show. I could be wrong on that. And then we have this thing that drops on a Netflix, a new movie, The Saint. Oh, I'll check this out. I like that Val Kilmer movie. Hmm. Oh. Oh, this was so bad. Uh, this was a, this had, I'm, I'm not even going to look it up. I'm, I'm telling you right now, this was a failed television pilot. 
that they scrunched together like first couple episodes and shat its way on the Netflix. Here you go. It's the saint. You remember the saint? Oh, I was just angry watching this. <laughs> Low production values and oh, just I'm cool. You know, that uh, pilot kind of look of oh, I'm the cool guy. I'm cool. And he does the Batman vanish on people all the time, even though they're out wide open in the daytime. And the cops turn their backs for a second, and then they turn back, and he's gone. It's, no, he's not gone. He's just off camera. Why don't you turn your head another two degrees, and you'll see him? There's not even anywhere for him to hide. And then they cut to he's standing behind a pine tree, where the lowest pine tree is chest high, and he's like this. He's just peering out. And you can see his legs fully, and then they drive kind of almost right by him. Yep. Real good ninja vanish there. Uh... Oh, this was not good, and I was mad that I watched it, but uh, it was a Eugene thing where I, maybe uh-huh. it'll get better. It does not. Oh, don't Indeed. you hate that? I oh. hate it. Okay, last round for you. Okay, uh, and this one here, I actually want to talk, uh, this is one we've both watched, I watched it, and I, now we can do a little bit of spoiler on, well, I guess there's not really any need to do spoilers, but... Just a little back and forth on this one. The Irishman. Oh, okay. So I watched that one and I loved it. Good. Um, it was great. The I'm not sure how he could have done the, the ending different, but it very much ended on a kind of a downer. Like, oh, life sucks and then you die, I guess. That's kind of how it went for Hoffa. Yep. <laughs> um but it was really, really good. I was surprised at how uh, – you know the story better than I do. We, and we talked about this before. But uh, Al Pacino's character was in this a bit more than I was expecting. I thought that this was going to be Al Pacino and um, – drawing a blank right now. Joe Pesci. I thought this was going to be totally their movie with cameos by various people, including uh, – including – oh, man. De Niro? I'm, De Niro. No, no, no. Uh, not De Niro. Um, uh, Bad Lieutenant? No, not Harvey Keitel. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Eugene, you dumb shit. No, no, no. Hold on. Hold on. Satan in the movie. <laughs> the Devil's Advocate. That guy. You have said Al Pacino three times. I uh, You said uh, you were surprised how much Al Pacino was in this because you thought that it was going to be Al Pacino's movie. I thought it was going to be Robert De Niro. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) We're going to start this one all over. So you were surprised how much Al Pacino was in it or Robert De Niro? Yes, I was surprised at how much Al Pacino was in this. I thought it was going to be a De Niro. uh, Gotcha. Yes. (laughs) Um, I I do like how Al Pacino gets more and more unhinged as it goes on. Yeah. Uh, At first I'm like, yeah, you, you know, stick it to the man. And... Then I'm like, oh, you're starting to wish yourself dead, buddy. You're you're teetering on getting blasted. Uh, you think you, know. you have control over the mob? Yeah, uh, that's not really how these things go. Yeah, it was great though, man. That was a great movie. It's not. It doesn't quite reach the heights of Goodfellas or even Casino, but it's right there. It's something about just. The way Scorsese can shoot conversations that I'm like, I'm so into this is tense and they're just talking. Yeah. You know, especially Joe Pesci and his 
something about Joe Pesci, regardless if he's a good mobster or a bad mobster, he's still like, I wouldn't fuck with this guy. Well, we're not used to seeing him be reserved. Yeah, because he was reserved, but he was still very deadly and dangerous. <laughs> yeah, right. But he, 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 did you watch the making of thing on Netflix? Uh, is that the 20 minute thing? Yeah. Just I have a conversation. No. It's pretty interesting. But in there, he talks about how he wanted to be reserved, and at times he was worried that he would not be able to hold it if Pacino got a little too loud, that he he might revert back to instinct and get loud, and he said he was able to hold it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was great. It was... was, I was... I don't don't want to say I didn't like it, but it was... uh, It just kind of just went sad in the end. Like, (laughs) keep the door propped open for me a little bit. I'm like, roll credits. I'm like, oh, you're saying that because you're going to die. <laughs> yep, that's, that's the way. It never ends well for the mobsters. It no, just, it does not. It doesn't really. Oh, and as, as the whole movie was going on, all three hours, uh, three and a half hours of it, like, just random people would show up and like, oh, and then they're like text on the screen. Oh, Dead. J- Jimmy the doorman Spicoza shot 20 times in the face in 1969. <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I I um did the uh aging effects have any do you have any issue with that? I don't think so. Yep, there he is. <laughs> yeah, mine was just in my window waving at me. Uh-huh. About something not being fair or something. I just said go away. <laughs> they have been fighting so much this week. I I'm oh. every time with their little arguments, I I'm just like I don't give a shit. I just go away. I don't care. Uh, Work it out amongst yourselves. Yeah. They're happy, they're playing and then all of a sudden Anyway, with the yeah. the only issue I had with the aging effects uh, was a uh, and the prime example is when he went down to the corner market, Robert De Niro, and kicked the shit out of the grocer or whatever. <laughs> yes, he looks sure. I I can buy that he looks that age, but he still walks and slumps over like an old man. Oh, you know, like you can't fake that. And he's over yeah. there like, yeah, I'm kicking your ass. It's like, yeah, you don't you don't look uh-huh. that young. <laughs> The guy's like, whoa, and rolling over yeah. on the street. Oh, you got him. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. It was, man, this has been a good year for movies. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I thought it was great. It's, I, I, I thought that this was going to be probably top three to, to five movies of the year, but you know what? I've seen so many movies that were better than this that I hope that it makes my top ten, and I thought it was great. So. Cool. Anything else? Uh, no, that should do. I mean, there's a bunch that I want to review next episode, which I guess we could just do coming soon. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, I watched Ad Astra. I want to talk about that. I watched Runaways season one on Disney Plus. I want to talk about that. And I'm hoping to be able to watch some other shit today and in the next week as I got off. But the weekend is going to be cram-packed full of more Christmas merriment, and then on Sunday, oh, got to drive. Uh, Chad turns forty. Oh, okay. So he's having a birthday party in there Circleville. So okay. get up in the morning, drive two and a half hours, spend the afternoon there, drive two and a half hours back home because wife has to work on Monday morning. So my Sunday is chuck full all day. Wonderful. Wonderful. It could be worse. Yeah. Anyway. uh, Also coming soon. January Sci-Fi Month. Mm -hmm. I'm going to get that started. 
we're, everybody does uh, horror movies. No, does anybody do a month of sci-fi movies? The goal here is 31 movies in 31 days. Let's get a thing started. How about that? I'm ready to try. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on now. <laughs> you got a lot. You got enough horror sci-fi crossover. I know, yeah. Well, I, there's there's variations. There's sci-fi comedy and... Uh, Especially with sci-fi, my wife likes science fiction. You know, she likes a lot of science fiction movies, so eh, I'm sure it'll be fairly easy to, you know. Yep. I can't least. wait. I've already started. I'm watching Star Wars and, and Mandalorian, and I just, I'm I'm into it. Right now, I'm in the mood for it. Uh, even though it t- doesn't count, every day is sci-fi day for me. <laughs> yeah. As Eugene says with this number. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so join us uh, January 1st through January 31st. Watch some sci-fi shit. Okay. What do you got coming soon? Uh, coming soon for me is, um, now these were ones that I've already watched. I'm going to review on next episode. Ad Astra, I definitely want to spend some time on that next episode. Uh, also the, uh, the documentary Don't Fuck With Cats. I want to talk about that in depth. Hopefully you can watch that because, uh, I would really like to discuss that, uh, documentary. Um, uh, <laughs> Oh, there's some other stuff here. Cruising with Al Pacino. <laughs> I watched that. Um, we'll get into that later. Uh, oh, and I'm going to be watching um, Uncut Gems with Steve on Sunday. Or, no, Saturday. <laughs> I guess he'll find out. <laughs> uh, we'll see. I want the tickets, so uh, he'll be up shit creaky if I'm... It's one of those days. Yeah, we'll yeah you're gonna you're gonna show up with the tickets, and they're gonna be for the wrong day. And Steve uh, won't be there. He'll be like, "I'll see you tomorrow." I guess. Yep. Yeah, yeah we'll see. Um, <laughs> um, uh, oh, hey, I, I watched Silent Night again this year. I watched that again. It's just furious, and I'm like, "Oh, you motherfucker! I'm gonna watch you again too." Damn. I watched it again. I, I think I've watched that movie five times, and it's awful. I'm mad every time I watch it. I ran out of horror Christmas movies. I'm like, I, uh, I gotta watch more Christmas movies. Bombing Silent Night. Perfect, perfect. As long as your review is always angry and pissed off, I'm oh angry, oh angry. I, I hate it. What else have I got going on? Um, um. There was another one that I was going to... Oh, um, The Grudge comes out, and my buddy wants to go see that, so might go watch that in the theater next Thursday, I think. Um, and there you go. Um, cool. Oh, uh, two other movies that I just added. They were on sale on Vudu, and I've been hearing that they're very, very good. One is called Bliss. Supposedly, it's kind of uh, shot in the same vein as a Gaspar Noe movie. Very right. interested in that. And another one is called Harpoon, about three... 20 or 30 something stuck on a boat with a harpoon and uh, it's getting really good reviews which means it'll probably not be good we shall see <laughs> more to come later yeah is that uh, are they doing rope is that what or not rope um, oh lifeboat lifeboat yeah it, it actually has been getting very very good reviews and with the price I'm like I I'm the horror guy I gotta check out everything well he so. with the harpoon gets eaten last Yes, yeah. I I feel like it's going to be probably a dark comedy, um, but I yeah, we'll see. So anyway, there you go. And then of course, Mandalorian gets wrapped up. Which at some point we should probably do a little bit more of a like longer review of Mandalorian once we watch the final. Episode. I haven't even put it on my watch list because I wait till I'm done with the season. So once the okay. season's done, then it goes on the watch list. Yes, we will definitely talk about that more. Good. 
Okie dokie. I, I, I am getting really dizzy and need to uh, go take something or lay down or something. So, uh, man, Stick a fork in you. You're done. My ears are ringing so fucking bad, dude. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> happy new year hey happy new ah, year you need to you, you need to don't be sick you need to help me help you what <laughs> oh yeah yeah call yeah, back that's the, yeah, yeah. The call back to the the pre-show yeah, yeah. okay sure just pray on it with your rosary yep there you go oh it's there it is very nice yep. very nice i actually feel <laughs> I think about it every now and then I would be talking and I'm like, there's, be good. Don't talk about t- too much vinegar syndrome stuff. <laughs> Mission accomplished, I guess. Mission, Mission accomplished. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. I will see you next week. Hopefully I'll be better. <laughs> and alive. Good. All right. All right. See ya. listening. Hey, if you want to get a hold of the Movie Freaks, you can get a hold of us facebook.com backslash Movie Freaks Pod on Twitter at Movie Freaks Pod. Drop us an email, moviefreakspod at yahoo.com. Intro music was public domain by www.rutgermuller.nl.